Have you received advice that if your child misbehaves, you should give your child a time out? Then the moment you scroll through Instagram or TikTok, you see an entire slew of experts telling you that timeouts are bad for kids. All this is adding to parental guilt because it feels like whatever we do, we're bound to get it wrong. Whether we do timeouts or not, there's somebody telling us that we're doing it wrong. And that's why in this episode, I address this sticky issue. Are timeouts bad for kids? Are there days you feel you've had it with the sleepless nights, the temper tantrums, the constant fatigue of trying to keep up with an active baby? Does it feel like you're always working so hard as a parent, trying to do everything for your kids and family, and yet it never feels enough? We get it. You love your child more than anything, and yet parenting is also exhausting and challenging. Especially when you're bombarded with criticism and pressure to be the perfect parent, which, spoiler alert, does not exist. That's why we created Discerning Parenting, the podcast that helps you cut through the noise and focus on what truly matters in your parenting journey. This podcast is jam-packed with valuable insights and practical tips specifically tailored for parents of kids age 5 and below. So join us and discover how you can use the combined power of science, knowing your child, and your own intuition in making the best parenting decisions for you and your family. People in the parenting space say that you shouldn't do timeouts. Usually, the reason they give is that a child who is misbehaving is already upset, and the last thing they need is to be left alone during the times they need our help the most. I hear that. And it is true, a child who is misbehaving is dealing with a situation that exceeds their ability to regulate and behave as expected. And I talk more about this in our episodes on toddler tantrums and toddler aggression. So if you haven't heard those episodes, be sure to go back to those and listen to that also. So, should you do timeouts or not? Well, the answer is not that simple. There is a way of doing timeouts that helps kids and does not deprive them of the support they need. And timeouts are part of many evidence-based parenting programs. In our generation, some of us were punished with timeouts. And way back then, these timeouts meant being placed all alone in a room, sometimes even in places like dark storage rooms for indefinite amounts of time, which can definitely be traumatic. Well, this is not a timeout. But have you experienced feeling stressed and overwhelmed? Maybe you were at work or at home and people just kept making demands on you and on your time. And have you ever in these moments shouted, wait, time out? I know I have. As adults, we know that we need time outs. Now, my husband is an avid NBA fan, so I get to watch a lot of their games. During Crucial moments in the game, coaches call a timeout. Then the players regroup and huddle together before they go back to the game with a focused strategy and renewed energy. This is what timeouts are supposed to be. 
when a child is having a tantrum or while they're hitting or kicking or screaming, a child's brain is already in high gear from all the stress responses. Just as we can't expect a player in a sports game to somehow come up with new strategies while the ball is in play, we can't expect toddlers to calm down in the same situation that triggered these behaviors in the first place. And that's why timeouts are not a punishment. A timeout is actually productive because during a timeout, a child is given the space and the opportunity to calm down and self-regulate. And this is a subtle difference between timeout being used as a punishment and a timeout being used as a productive way to help a child regulate. These nuances are difficult to appreciate if we rely only on information from social media posts. And that's why at Discerning Parenting, we have resources to help you dive deeper into this. And I'll talk more about this later on. And here are five strategies that can help time out be more effective for you. First, beforehand, choose a safe and calming space that you can use as your timeout spot. This space needs to be well-lit and well-ventilated and be sure it's not overstimulating. Now, there are some who will suggest that you need to decorate this place with a lot of toys or posters and other decor, but these can be overstimulating instead of calming. So you may place comfort objects such as pillows and blankets. And if your child is old enough, you can also involve your child in this choice. For younger toddlers, their play yard can be a good option. For older toddlers, a bed or a sofa may work better. Second, discuss this with your child beforehand when everyone is calm. It may help to say something like, this space is to help you calm down. Then third, if your child has a tantrum or hits or kicks or does the specific behavior that you've decided to use a timeout for, tell them to go there or bring them to the timeout spot. And number four, keep the timeouts short. For young kids, as little as one or two minutes can already be effective. And fifth, during this very short time, stay silent instead of speaking with your child. Remember, this is the time and space for your child to calm down. While your child is in time out, it can be tempting to give a lecture. There's no need to have a tantrum. This is such a small thing. Why did you have to go and do that? Now, why are you doing that? You have to think about that. But lectures like these, whether during a timeout or even afterwards, are not helpful. I know it is tempting and if you've given lectures like that, do not feel guilty about it because a lot of us thought that that is the right way to do it. On the other hand, many gentle parenting experts also say that you should never do timeouts and instead just talk with your child and validate their feelings. For example, you should just say, you're upset because your playmate grabbed your toy. Now, validating feelings is a great thing to do, but not in the middle of a tantrum. Why? Because when your child is actively having a tantrum or is kicking and screaming, the higher brain has stopped working. The fight or flight brain has taken over. And when your child's brain is in this state, 
Whether you give a lecture or you say many statements to validate their feelings, it's not going to sink in. So just give your child those few short minutes to calm down. It's just a minute or two. Then when your child has calmed down, that is the time to speak with them to validate feelings, process what happened, and maybe tell them clearly or explicitly what they could have done instead or to ask them to talk with them about it. Now, maybe even after hearing this, you are really against timeouts. Or maybe you're in a location where there's simply no quiet and calming space. Then you don't have to use this strategy. There are plenty of other strategies that you can use, which we talk about more in our parenting programs. Stay in the loop for useful parenting strategies to bring peace and calm to your day. Head over to discerningparenting.com slash toolkit and get our free parenting toolkit. You'll also receive bite-sized parenting tips over email as well as updates when we release more resources for you and also information about our programs like an upcoming membership called the Discerning Parents Club and also our parent coaching. During our parent coaching, we help parents like you to discern what are behaviors that we want to help our kids with and then what can be our plan of action. Because there's no one size fits all to parenting despite what we see over the internet that they will say, this method works for 100% of parents 100% of the time. There's no such thing. And that's why in our parent coaching, we help parents create our individualized parenting plan. So again, if you want to get our free parenting toolkit, head over to discerningparenting.com forward slash toolkit and we'll also link to this in the show notes and be sure to follow the discerning parenting podcast we have plenty more episodes on sticky parenting issues like this one lined up for you